Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello. <laughs> it's the real housewives of rewatch. And we are on season five, so there's no more Jill. It's all Heather Holla Thompson. And I am Sue Funk. And I am here with Danielle from Brands by Bravo. And I hope no one's met at us for changing the hi to Holla because just let us know if it's okay. It was my idea. So if we don't like it, it's okay. But it, it felt fitting now that Jill is gone. Yeah, I feel like we need to usher in the season five of it all. Indeed, um, agree. Danielle and I are both uh, in our separate homes on heating pads because both of our backs are fucked. All day, yes. That's how it makes me feel, but it's fine. <laughs> Going to the chiropractor. Everyone's like, what did you do? And I was like, age. I, I aged. <laughs> like, I've just done too many things. Like, and- I think the nail in the coffin was I was walking into a hotel room and like, I had my luggage propped on the door and it like is a wheelie luggage. So by mistake, I kicked it and this door slammed onto my back. Um, And I, I was like, it was like in that moment that I was like, oh, I've done something horribly wrong. And it just got worse and worse. So mine is just all my postpartum. I feel like started at my feet. And it's like mm-hmm. the pain just c- keeps traveling to different places in my body. So hopefully this is my upper back. So hopefully that's like the end of it. And then it leaves yeah. me and then I feel better. I'm. It's my lower left back. I like either bulged or burst a disc or herniated a disc. We don't know. It's we don't know. They don't do MRIs unless you're going to get surgery now. They're like, yeah, they just send you to like, they give you steroids. Then they give you PT. Then they do imaging, which doesn't make sense to me. But like, I am not a doctor. I'm social media director. So like, (laughs) like she was just like, I know you think you need imaging, but that's not what we do. And I was like, well, that's like saying that you need Twitter. You don't. Who knows? It's not even a thing anymore. It's X. X. Um, Before we get into this episode, I thought of something from last week where Carol was talking about how it's like so uninteresting when everyone's talking about their kids. Oh, yeah. And how she was like, I think it's even uninteresting for them. And I feel like I'm that parent. So I went to a baby shower this weekend. Oh. And I get it. It was a baby shower. So babies are on the mind. But everyone was asking me all these questions about my daughter. And I'm like, I want to talk about something else. I'm not with her. Like, can we talk yeah. about not a kid thing? And it just like kept coming up. And it just made me think of of Carol. You were like, can, can we talk about Roni? <laughs> yeah, everyone kept asking me where she was. And I was like, why would I bring my three and a half month old to a baby shower? Oh, yeah, that seems like a horrible idea. I was like, why would I bring her to this? That would be miserable for me. No. <laughs> like, she stays you awake for be like, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't I know totally where she is. I forgot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think she's with the dog. 
<laughs> yeah, Remy, we always say we're like, Remy, when are you ready to babysit? I feel like you would love it. Oh my god, there's the cutest photo of Danielle's dog Remy and the baby sitting next to each other in the car. And Remy, I like a dog looking so proud of himself. <laughs> he's just he's like, like oh, I didn't eat her. Look, mom, I did so good. <laughs> Best photo ever. It makes me so happy. I mean, who doesn't love a puppy and a baby? Come on. Not that he's yeah. a puppy, but a dog and a baby. Both adorable things. They're doing well together. I took Tina Turner to a Bark in the Park event uh, in Media, which is a beautiful area of Pennsylvania. And um, it was because her daycare center was like having a little stand there at this like fair. And they had closed up early. And I was like worried that we weren't going to see them. And Turner found them. Tina Turner found her friends from daycare, the people who work there. And like ran up and like I don't think I've gotten this warm of reception. Like everyone was so happy. She was like, "Yay, my friends are here! You can go, mom!" Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, so, yeah. Tina's too cute. Well, let's get into the episode. This is episode two, season five, called "Say What You Mean, Just Don't Say It Mean," which we found out is a sentence that Aviva's husband Reed says all the time, and Aviva repeats this like eight times. The world according to Reed, man. Reed is a, uh, you know, you should say that, but maybe when you find out that somebody's last name is Schindler, just ask, not ask, like the list. I wow. can't even tell you what my face was. Awkward dinner between Heather and her husband and Reed and Aviva. Clearly, the man did not see the movie Schindler's List because Schindler was not Jewish. Yeah. And they were trying to explain that. And he was just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, that was a that was a moment that I just was like, OK, I just made me think of Seinfeld. You made out in Schindler's List when, they made out, <laughs> when he made out with the girl and got caught making out with the girl in the movie. Um, another then, thing. Don't worry. Heather makes it awkward right away because she's like, Aviva, Heather, Harry slept with Lou and Sonia. And if he was like, well, that answers that question. So awkward. Why do they talk about Harry so much? Like, if I was Aviva, I would be so annoyed. I would definitely be like, can you stop talking about my philandering ex-husband? Especially in front of my new husband. Like, it's very, like, I get that it's kind of funny that, like, you guys have this connection. But it's not, let's bring it up over and over, what a great running joke, funny. Yeah. Um, Another thing that happened at this dinner is that Aviva said she's always looking for a place to freeload in the winter. Because remember, they don't have a house in the Hamptons. They just rent. And I thought that was because she wanted to go to the Berkshire's house. And I thought that was so funny because I was like, I, too, am always looking for a free rental. (laughs) Yes, please. If you have a fabulous house and you want me to come stay at it, let me know. Very, very relatable, Aviva. But yeah, super awkward. I guess uh, Heather's husband knows Harry from real estate. And it's just like, why do you keep bringing, I would just be so annoyed if they kept bringing up my ex. Like, even if we don't know what kind of terms they're truly on personally, and it's just weird. They just keep heightening the weirdness, I guess, because they um, talk about the fight with Ramona. And that's where it's like the say what you mean, don't make it mean. And like, that's all right. But then like, 
they talk about how the husbands are now friends and they're going to go dirt biking and Heather's like, you don't want to do that. Then maybe Reed will lose his leg. And I was just like, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh my God. <laughs> it's just like, it just, Heather's really good at bringing up people's trauma. She's like, do you want to think about something else that's horrible in your life? For real. Um, They also, when they're discussing the drama, Aviva didn't like that Luann came and told all of them the stuff about Ramona, which is interesting because, again, it's like episode one, she came in as Lou's fan and she friend and she's immediately turning on Luann. Well, I mean, it was so similar to like Sonia and Lou. Like, I just feel like never go on a housewife show or never bring a friend on and think that they're going to stay friends. Yeah, it's so interesting how they always immediately turn on their person. <laughs> immediately. It's weird. Um, so then Ramona and Lou meet in Central Park, which I was shocked. I was like, what are you two doing? You despise each other. Can you? Can we just discuss the music, though, of the most dramatic, like, Law & Order SVU music is playing as, like, <laughs> Lou is walking through Central Park. Ramona, too, was walking. She has these, like, five-inch stiletto boots on. Yeah. For this meetup in the park, very interesting outfit. Um, and the music was just, it was so dramatic. It really made me laugh. All I know is that Ramona comes in just being like, children are amazing and this and that. Like, Ramona, this entire fight is so good at just pivoting the subject constantly. Mm -hmm. Like, it's almost like watching somebody just stand on their foot and just literally just keep pivoting in a circle. Because she's like, what about this? What about that? What about this? There's children. There's that. Like, I mean, she so brings up her constant yelling in her childhood and how that makes her run, which we talk about all the time, how she uses that as an excuse for her behavior. And, yep. And But she also is like, Lou, you're screaming at me. And Lou is definitely not. Like, she also claims um, that Lou falls off tables. Uh, then Lou is like, own your threat. Ramona then somehow tries to change the subject to her nails. Like, yes, she that was so funny. <laughs> In the middle, she's like, oh, and I got my, I don't even have any time to get my nails done. And then, oh, I'm trying this new nail thing, though. I'm like, what are you, I, I can't imagine trying to keep conversation with her. It was just amazing that she was like, it's like a shellac. And I was just like, oh, my God, is this when we all got into, why am I blanking? Uh, like gel. Yeah, this was like gel time mm -hmm. in New York. And I was uh, just like, this is hilarious. My favorite line um that Lou says in this fight is I'm a single mother trying to raise two teenagers. Something about that just sounded not believable in a sense from her. Like, I mean, to, yeah, I think it's just more to say like when I like as she has help, they're also like, isn't Victoria like 18? I don't think she has help at this point. I don't think she so. Does. Isn't Victoria like 18? And graduated? No, I don't think she's that old. Nola's in 10th. She just made it sound like I'm a struggling single mom, yeah. barely making it out. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It just, it just sounded weird coming from her. She's not wrong. She's a single parent. Yeah. It just sounded strange. But it is also like we later see Jacques with her. Like she's not completely alone in this world. Yeah. Um, so then we go to Carol and Aviva. Oh, one more thing. Sorry about that fight. And there was a very quick line that 
when they were yelling at each other and basically they ended in a truce but Ramona which is says, out of nowhere it keeps escalating 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 and then they're like truce because <laughs> they know they have to film a show and they want to both stay on the show um so that ramona says to lan that you hang out with kelly too often i don't know if you caught that oh no yeah mid-fight and i thought that was interesting that is very interesting. Yeah. And that Ramona also claims that Luann hides things. But yeah, basically like the mid argument, they're just like, it's fine. And then as Luann is walking away, she goes, I can't help to, but feel like I made a deal with the devil. So like, I kind of did. Yeah. Um, I know the shopping caught up on Bravo, but I do have to tell you that Lou and um, Dorinda were on Watch What Happens Live. Yes, I saw like one clip of it. The best thing ever is that Ramona showed up in the audience to be there to support them. And then after the first co- commercial break, left. And they like cut to her in the audience. <laughs> she was gone. Oh, my God. And I don't know how... just, like, dying. Like, everyone was just, like... Like, no one was mad. Everyone was just, like, this is the most Ramona thing ever. I really don't know how Luann has stayed with this person in her life for so long. And there are just certain people, I feel like, that you just end up with. They're just always going to be in your orbit. And that is Lou and Ramona, I feel like. Yeah, clearly. But um, then, yes, we go to Carol and Aviva shopping together. And Carol says that she loves Aviva because she's basically her super fan who sucks up to her. And I thought that was pretty funny. Well, it's true, though, because Carol's talking about how she goes with this guy, Russ, from Aerosmith in this non-conventional relationship where they're like, basically, it sounds like friends with benefits across the sea. Like, I don't know if they... It's just an understanding that whenever they're around each other, they're together. Um, and Aviva just keeps being like, that's so cool. You're cool, Carol. Cool, yeah. cool, Carol. <laughs> I also think it's funny because like right from the beginning, Carol just had no interest in being involved in any of the drama. None. Which None. I'm like, did you, why did you come on the show then? I mean, I'm glad she did. Well, I, just... I think it was because of Andy. I think she was really good friends with Andy and he wanted to up countess to be like you can be a princess and you can be like even cooler and i think she thought it would be fun i think she was just like whatever this is something different but it's interesting because we'll see carol's progression and she does get into the drama and that's when she loses herself yes agree agree but yeah very much in the beginning like aviva's trying to talk about the drama and carol's like i don't really care (laughs) yeah not at all there's Uh, also a really hot guy in the store that he was so hot oh my god he was super hot i was like how do i know him he's like i felt the same way i'm like are you or somebody but i just you know carol had straight up confidence to just go up to him and start chatting with him but then unfortunately she found out he had a girlfriend but she does it like so quickly and so methodically i was just like damn is this the game that i've like heard tell of because i'm just like i would not know what to do in that situation and she does a great job yeah and she go oh you're buying something for your mom and he's like no my girlfriend like that was instant you know and she has immediately is like cute and flirty with him and i was like Jesus, yeah i she is the game ramona wish she had with men yes absolutely Um, and then we finally go over to Sonia, who I literally was like, oh, yeah, Sonia's on this show. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> it took a while to get to her. 
Um, the house is basically a mess because of, I think it was Hurricane Irene. Yep. Um, I remember Hurricane Irene because we lost power at my parents' house for like eight days and it was horrible. I remember it because it was supposed to be so bad in Queens. And so I hunkered down with my friend Katie and we took edibles and I got so high and I like in her apartment in Queens, like you can't tell if it's rainy or not. It's like always kind of gray the way like the window is. And so it was like windy, but like nothing happened. But we just kept sitting there being like, do we have electricity? What? What? Like, well, just we were, Um, well, I don't know if she was, but I was definitely like on another planet. That was one of, so that's what I think of when I think of Hurricane Irene as I was like, I don't think I've ever been that. Well, clearly though, something happened to Ramona's house because it's a disaster. I'm not Ramona, Sonia's house. Oh yeah, there's like all sorts of water damage and it's just... It's it's bad news bears, but what's yeah. good news is Rich from Zip Builders is going to help her. He was a cutie also. He was. He had that like hot contractor thing. And man, I don't know what I can tell you about the damage, but I can tell you that like Sonia was putting it all out there. Like if we're like, wow, Carol has game like Sonia, like too much. It's too so much over the top. She's rolling around on a couch at one point in front of him, and like her shirt's riding up. And I was just like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, no, it's it's wild, and like I do appreciate though that Sonia does want to hit on the contractor and not like think that that's a person like below her. That she's like, "Oh well, he's hot. Let me hit on him." Like she'll go for anyone. Uh, at one point, Rich is like, you know, you might have to move to a hotel during this. And her assistant just looks at her and she goes, if we move to a hotel, one of us is going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia responds and goes, that's such a good time for a boob job. And like the girl is mortified. Oh, yeah. And oh, she's oh like, yeah. Reduction, Sonia. Breast reduction. <laughs> like, yeah. But oh, wow. it it was cute little fun scene. Poor Sonia in her house. It was a disaster. The and best then we... was that she walked. What do you... Again, the scene ends with him leaving, and she she goes, "I'd love to cook for him in my toaster oven." <laughs> oh God, I love Sonia so much. I love her. <laughs> I love her. Um. Then we get this really. So then we meet the Aerosmith guy who's picking up Carol for a date in his convertible. Now, did you know who the fuck this was? No, me neither. He's like a he's a piano player in Aerosmith. I'm sh- I think I looked it up. He's not Slash. He's not Carol, um, which is ironic because a lot of people think that Carol looks like Steven Tyler now. Have you seen those memes? She does. Uh, so I think it's funny that she dated somebody from Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he seems like a nice guy. They're driving around New York City, which is like so cool. It is really fun if it's like later at night, not like rush hour, just to mm-hmm. drive around the city and listen to music. Um, but it is so pretentious where she's like, I just want to hear the songs that you wrote about me. And like she I mean, but also like good for you, girl. You've got songs written about you. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, to them. I listen agree to them in the best city on earth with a cool car with a hot dude. 
Go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go to Heather's and our first glimpse of the Berkshires. Yes. But I find Heather's house to be so unassuming, looks like a normal home. I think what we find out is that, like, this is, like, the guest house. Like, she ends up building upon that property. Oh, okay. Remember? Obviously, it's no Bluestone Manor. No, it hers keeps going. Um, It's a beautiful... uh, It's so funny, though, because she's got people from uh, the neighborhood, and it is, like, a very nice community up there and like very very homey everyone's really nice um and so i think i recognize some of the people because my friends are very much in that community now i was like oh i think i know those dudes oh my Uh, god that's too funny because i remember them saying i remember saying i loved housewives and that's how i knew about the berkshires and they were like oh we were on an episode at um heather's house and i was like I haven't seen that in so long. I don't remember. And then I was like, wait, it's those dudes. Mm-hmm. But the reason we're there is they're having a memorial for her dad. Um, and there's some very touching scenes with her and her sister. But my question was, does she have a mom? Because she not a single word. It's very true. No mention her of her. Anything about her mom, really. There was no like, you know, pan over Heather's mom. It was the two sisters that gave the speech. Yeah, I don't know. It was the two sisters who gave a speech. You know, then they did also say like, oh, he's up in heaven, like got a babe on one arm, babe on the other. And I'm like, maybe they're divorced. Because like if my dad died and my mom was also dead, I'd be like, they're up in heaven together. Not like dad's with a babe on one arm and babe on the other. Right. Now I'm now I'm curious, Thompson parents. Let's see. Uh, oh no this is not I'm looking at some kid in a basketball uniform I don't think this is the right thing anyway um, if you guys know let us know if we missed something because I don't know if she had a mom well I mean, we'll I, find I, out more probably maybe throughout the season Um. so yeah that was just a nice homage to her dad and um inviting close friends and have remembering good things sweet mm-hmm. um then we get i think this was just a quick little scene of lou's son who's on the brink of failing french it's like an interesting like first we see aviva's kids at dinner and heather's oh, okay. kids at dinner there's a side by side that one was even quicker it's like a kid like now we're getting into the kids section and it's like Heather's kids are like at a restaurant going wild, drinking salt. <laughs> and like, uh, like he- Aviva's kids are like at home, like with very good manners. And you could tell she's very strict. And it's just funny that like Aviva's very much like, oh, like so proper. And like Heather's just like, hey, like try not to murder each other while we're eating. Um, but yeah, Noel is failing French. And Jacques just like, come on now. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm shocked that he didn't like know French already from like his dad. And he was like, just because I, I was like, he's like, I'm not really French. But then he 
like tries to pivot and is like well i don't like the uh, the teacher's accent isn't correct and lou's like come on now <laughs> so, uh, i thought that was funny then did we go to aviva with oops um was she with ramona somewhere i don't ever remember um let me Did see I go to lunch all i wrote was aviva is now on ramona's side and aviva says luann has a singing career and makes albums and oh, that's like aviva absolutely not Ramona at lunch real quick though at the end of the lou and noel fight uh, or not fight but like discussion about his grades lou's like can you just do your homework and take this off my plate and i just all i could think of was like what's off Lou's plate nothing like, like what like i thought that was just so funny and then we have aviva and ramona kind of talking about the same thing where like aviva's just like like ramona's like what is what does lou do what does she do and she's like well she has her singing career and like ramona damn near loses it yeah and then i think the only thing aviva lies to ramona saying that not everyone knows about the blackmail fight thing yeah and i was just like I don't care. Yeah, agree. She like she's like she makes it a deal like oh my god I fibbed and I was like no you didn't. No, it's fine. Um, and then we get to the last scene, which honestly I wish they spent way more time at this event than the other things in this episode. Yeah, Glad awards are always cool. I know. I'm like, why were they so quick at the Glad awards? And really, the only thing that happens is, um. Ramona's actually impressed by Carol's resume. Yes. He does ask her, though, if she was a spokesperson for ABC. And Carol's like, no, I was a producer on the show. Like, what the hell is a spokesperson? Heather also brags to Carol that women uh, come out onto her all the time. Or was it Carol that was bragging about that to Heather? I don't remember. I just hate that performative um, lesbianist. Yeah. And then... Truly the worst part of this whole scene is Ramona, her exact words was, what is LBGT people? I have heard of GLAD. But then Sonia makes it so much worse because she's like, I thought it was bacon, lettuce, tomato. And I was like, ha ha, adorable ignorance. Mm-hmm. And then I think, was it Carol that was like, it's lesbian. She left out by, but she said lesbian, gay, transgender people. And I'm like, Ramona, is that GLAD? And she doesn't even know. Also, I just I have no words for Ramona sometimes. I'm like, you live in New York City. You don't know what this is. Didn't you go to the um, equal marriage march? Was she there or no? Like, she never had heard that in her life. That's insane. I think she was at the march. Yeah. Um, But I will say for all of my fellow Drag Race fans, Manila Luzon was there. She was introducing Sonia. And poor Manila has this honor of introducing Sonia. And no one tells Sonia that she's supposed to be in stage. So she's like down below the theater, like just sitting there kikiing. And then finally, some like intern is like, hey, you're supposed to be on stage. How awkward everyone's been waiting for her and she's like well i didn't fall off the stage or forget my lines this time so <laughs> how like could no one how how was no one running until like go get her it was very weird 
Well, like, I feel like somebody, whoever was queuing poor Manila wasn't telling her that she wasn't ready. And, like, Manila was just like, just kidding, I'm Ramona. And then she was like, no, really, I'm not. Where the fuck is she? (laughs) No, it was very awkward. I really felt for her. Um, Yeah, but I wanted to see more of the awards. I wish we could have seen more of that event, but maybe it wasn't that interesting. Maybe it wasn't, but it was still fun. Uh, and uh, the episode was fun. Not a lot happened, but... Only the second one. They got to build to it. Can't have yeah. craziness in everyone. Yeah, I think it's it's just... We're still getting to know each other, but I think it's uh, really good. And Danielle still hasn't seen Roni. She's not caught up, so we won't get into the new Roni. Just know but... that I'm a tank top, okay? I am Team Jessel and Pavit all the way and wait what's tank top oh that's what i heard a joke of like people who call themselves jessel fans because she's jessel tank so we're oh, tank tops my <laughs> you haven't <God>. seen that <laughs> yeah that is phenomenal jessel to me is like a dorit like a new york version of dorit kind of i've heard that she's dorit mixed with ramona and i think that's very true yeah and Pavic. Like bluntness Pavit kind of reminds me of pk as well and like the way their relationship is but a more makes sense like sometimes i look at dorit and pk and i'm like "Mm." but Pavit and jessel feel more equals kissed me off in that the editing of the uh coming attractions for real housewives of beverly hills this like have you seen the trailer for Uh it like he's just like giving her shit about having ptsd he's like i know we'll we'll see how that actually plays out and what they're talking about you never know i know that's why i said i was upset with the editing version because like it could be something completely different Mm -hmm. um but i i didn't watch too much of like the i think the whole episode might be available for free or at least like a few minutes of it i i will give you guys the spoiler alert that PK is double fisting chips and it's just really funny. He's got like two bags of chips. And the only other person that I've seen do that is um Kirstie Alley did that. Oh, that's <laughs> really funny. Read. She was double fisting chips and upset that her her photo made her look fat and everyone was just like, Ooh. um, which have all the chips you want, ladies. It doesn't matter. I love all the chips. Big chip gal. Yeah. Um so, yeah, that's all the tea that I have in me tonight. I'm sorry I'm not more loquacious. My back is killing me. <laughs> yes. Me too. My heating pad needs to be recharged. So I think that is all for us today on Season 5, Episode 2. <laughs> I almost messed it up. I got it, though. Thank you guys for listening. We Bye. love you. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.